the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. of nine different lawsuits, all to try to find the answers that the people ought to have as a matter of course. So of course we're not done. With that teed up, at this point, I believe the legislature ought to take a very hard look at the option of decertification of the 2020 Wisconsin presidential election. That that would Madam not Chair. automatically Madam lead. Chair. Yes. That would that not lead. That is the lead. third time that the crowd. I, I am and I would ask that if it happens again, you clear the room because this is not allowed in any committee so I've ever been to. House. All right. I, I and I would appreciate. I appreciate, it. and I think that um, we are trying to keep it to a limit. So. Oh, Madam Chair, will you please tell the crowd not to cheer at things? Even though this is the people's house, <laughs> typical Democrat, masked and muzzled, even though the guidelines of the CDC, which they trust as Lord, has told them you don't have to wear your masks, any masks anymore. They still want a virtue signal. I don't know if you watched that hearing today in Wisconsin with Justice Michael Gableman dropping the truth bombs of the fraud that happened in the great state of Wisconsin in the 2020 elections, but it was on point and on fire, and it went on for hours and hours, mostly because the masked up dummy crats were in there having a hard time getting through their questioning because they're like, I don't know, trying to reason with and talk with a 10-year-old child. And I am not kidding you. I was sitting with my producer. We were watching the hearing after this morning's show. And I said, wow, ladies and gentlemen, this sounds like we are talking to a child. I said, Eli, doesn't this sound like we're talking like, like he's actually having a conversation with a child? These people were so out of line in their questioning and trying to delegitimize the proof that Justice Michael Gableman put right before them while he continued to say that if decertification was the direction that the state, legislate, uh, state legislature in Wisconsin was going to go, then his evidence certainly would support that and it would be 
justified to do so. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Coming to you from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire, it is an honor to be here, and it's a blessing to do this job for you on this March 1st, year of our Lord, 2022. And folks, we are just getting started on this year of joy, this year of restoration, this year in which it will show us the rebirth of America. And I truly believe that or I would not be sitting in this seat every single day. And tonight we are going to celebrate some big wins. So if you are watching on Rumble, if you are watching on Getter, if you're watching on any social media platform, please, I encourage you to share and get the video out there to as many people as possible. If you're watching on digital TV, Roku, Fire Stick, and to all the Real America's Voice family watching from around the world, thank you, God bless you, and let's get started here today. I also want to expand upon that cold open, if I could, for, the, for, for a few minutes here. I'd like to expand upon that cold open, and I would like to show you some of the slides that Michael Gableman was showing today that was really about the fraud that happened in the state of Wisconsin and, and, and really with the programs that we've been exposing here on Life from America called ERIC and SEER. ERIC is an acronym, E-I-R-E-R-I-C, and SEER is also an acronym, C-E-I-R. Let's play a little bit of what they were, uh, what they were alluding to when it came to this. Now, um, I will tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, that Eric and Sear are programs that are using, that, that most states are using for their voter roll cleanup. For their voter roll cleanup, they're using a software that was funded and founded by George Soros. Let me say that again, funded and founded by George Soros. Do we have that, uh, do we have that slideshow clip? Yeah, let's go ahead and play that. Here we go. Check this out. Complaining about the very things that wound up happening. He just happened to, to do it. He foresaw all of it. He knew the results. He did it. He complained before anybody else did after the money started rolling into the cities. We've got other uh, nonprofit leftist uh, organizations influencing the Wisconsin elections during the presidential election. Uh, they are SEER, which I've already discussed. Center. I think I'm the only one who calls it SEER, but Center for Election Innovation and Research and the Electronic Registration Information Center, ERIC, which we've touched upon. Why is this significant? Why is their deep involvement in Wisconsin elections significant? They're private organizations that are responsible, in ERIC's case, are being paid for by the people of this state, supposedly to provide accurate voter rolls, to make it so, not provide accurate voter rolls. They'll say, no, that's not our job. Their job is to provide the accurate information necessary for WEC and the clerks to maintain accurate voter rolls. That's what we pay them for, hundreds of thousands of dollars. But yet, even in, as all of you know on this committee, even in response to the letter from the committee asking Ms. Wolf for information that happens to be, in, that belongs to the people of this state, 
Eric denies it. Megan said, Ms. Wolf says, uh, no, I can't. I'd like to provide it. Gee, I want to be cooperative, but I don't want to talk with you. And the law says I can't. And oh, by the way, I have this contract with Eric, which says that you, Madam Chair, and no member of your committee may have this information. Now, think about what he just said. And the audio there was on their end, not on our end. So I do apologize for that audio. But what he just said is a private company who has private interests, who took millions of dollars from Mark Zuckerberg, funded and founded by George Soros, has entered in a contract with the WEC, Wisconsin election officials and clerks in the state. And they say because of those contracts with third-party companies, private companies that have nothing to do with the citizen of Wisconsin, that they cannot provide that information to the state legislature when requested by the state legislature, even though that information belongs to the people. Nothing to see here, you guys. Nothing to see here. Michael Gableman, we're going to talk a little bit more about him in the first and foremost section, but ladies and gentlemen, right now, I want to give a big shout out to the Rumble family, the Getter family, everybody who donates to this show, the Rumble rants that come in that, that go towards very important things for our, for our producer, for our employee. And I just want to appreciate and, and say thank you to everybody because it's, it's you that gets us from one show to the next. And, it, and it's God that gives us the blessing to be able to do it. Here we go. March 1st, there is immense power in my name to help you break free from the anxiety closing in on you when you speak my name however quietly you acknowledge my continual presence this truth is promised to all my followers and it sets you free the truth always does set you free and like my mom used to say folks i might not find out the truth today i might not find out the truth next week but i will find out the truth and when i do you didn't want to be and my mom's shadow on that day. Here we go. John 8, 31, 32. For all those who follow along in their Bibles, I repeat, John 8, 31, 32 says, To the Jews who have believed in him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Words still used by everybody today. And also Deuteronomy 33, 12 which reads, let the beloved of the Lord rest secure in him, for he shields him all day long, and the one the Lord loves rests between his shoulders. And before you turn out the light tonight, shift the weight of your burden to my strong shoulders and leave it there. Just leave it there. God gives you armor. God gives you protection. God gives you the will. God gives you the might. God gives you the strength. God gives you the love, the kindness, and the compassion to keep moving forward every day and not only handle you and your own family, but also be able to handle other people's problems and help them out of bad situations as well. Please remove your hat if you are wearing one. I know in some parts of the, uh, of the country it's really late. and You're probably... Already getting ready for bed. But anyway, let's say the Lord's Prayer together. From your lips to his ears, let's lift our voices up in praise and thanks to him for everything that we have and all the wins that we accrue. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You guys don't know how much I cherish our daily prayers together. You don't know how much I cherish each and every one of you who watch this show. You guys inspire me every day, and it's truly an honor to walk with you as we fight this fight for patriotism, for our country, for our kids, for the future, and ultimately for God. We will be right back after this commercial break with more Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Oh, guys, we got some wins tonight to talk about. Let me do some shout-outs. Let's go to Rumble. Rumble first. Rumble first. Here we go. Bad Moon, how you doing, my girl? Good to see you. Pinky Summers, I love that name. Good to see you. Sharon from Texas, God bless you. Hallelujah. Texas voting and all that starts today. I'm so excited. Amen. Larry Reha, my friend, God bless you. He says earlier that he wishes he could donate to the show. My brother, where you can't, somebody else can. And when they can't, maybe you'll be able to. And when they can't, God will provide. And I just want to tell you how much I love you and how much I love you being here, no matter if you can donate to the show or not. Alex, watching from Kansas, good to see you, my friend. Jeremy, I got my tumblers, my hoodie, my candy, my stickers, everything. Thank you, Sabrina. Well, God bless you. I appreciate you uh, doing that. We got, uh, we got another big sale coming, actually two big sales on the stores. So for those who uh, actually waited and didn't get to uh, get, uh, get any of the sales, we got a lot more coming, okay? Carol, how you doing? Good to see you. I want to give a big shout out to my producer, Eli. He, you know what? I'm, I'm starting to rely on him more and more every day to make the show better. And I just want to thank him very much. And I want to thank you for all funding his salary. It's truly a, a great thing to see um, when somebody sees value in something. How you doing, Brandon? Good to see you. Teresa from Michigan. Uh, shout out to Freddie. God bless you, sir. <laughs> Bumble Patriot. Good to see you. Aaron from San Diego. And one more. Let's give it to Laura. From Oregon, but we got to go over to uh, to get her because we've got Nancy. How you doing, Nancy? Good to see you, Nancy. Can't think. See your last name. I'm sorry. Uh, Covey W. How you doing? Constitutional gun bill passed in Georgia Senate. On to the House. I heard about that. God bless. Bev1968. Good to see you. Thank you for joining in, Callie. Victor Victoria, Callie Victoria, thank you. Wolfheart has joined in. Suzanne, thank you very much. Let's go, Brandon23. Been here since the backyard. Now that's dedication. And also a very different Jeremy at that, at that point, too. A very different Jeremy than there is right now. Jay Mahoney, good to see you. Everybody's slurping. I love to see it. Thank God you guys are all here. We're going to come back from this commercial break and we're going to get right into it because Michael Gableman has been killing it. And we got to talk about his accomplishments. So let's get right back to the show. Can't wear these anymore. Sometimes I can wear them, sometimes I can't. All right, let's get back to it. We got a lot of winning to talk about, so you're going to want to stick around today and you're going to want to share one of those days where we just talk about wins, wins, and more wins. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. I am Jeremy Harrell from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. We're going to get right to the first and foremost section today. we got a lot of winning to talk about today. It's one of those shows where we just win, win, win. Mr. President, please stop all the winning. No, we got to keep winning. Put your cups up. First slurp of the night. I want to continue bringing home the news 
about the hearing today in Wisconsin with former state uh, Supreme Court Judge Michael Gableman. He will be on the show this week. I can't wait to get him on to really have a one-on-one with him about what went on in that courtroom. But if you did watch it, I'm sure you were just as disgusted as I was with some of the Democrats who were just continuing to mask up. You can tell now who the virtue signalers are. And by the way, for tonight's State of the Union address from the resident uh, sniffer and thief, nobody's watching it. I would encourage you instead watch President Trump's first year State of the Union address. But I guarantee you that Democrats, even though there's no mask mandate in the House, will still come masked up. They are masky pads. They love them. Might as well get a pillow. Use the promo code LFA and strap that to your face because that's what it looks like. Here we go. Let's continue to talk about what we found in this fraud in Wisconsin because in this fraud, you'll know that a lot of the investigation centered on Mark Zuckerberg and all of the millions of dollars that he put into the election when you're not even allowed to put any more than 6000 But in this investigation, it has been found that Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg and his election money actually violated bribery laws in the state of Wisconsin. So I can't wait to see where we go with all of this. Probably nowhere until we take over and then we can retroactively go back and get these losers and these scumbags. But ladies and gentlemen, former Wisconsin Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman shared this today when he was in at his hearing. Nearly $9 million in Zuckerberg grant funds directly directed solely to five Democrat strongholds in Wisconsin, violated the state's election code's prohibition on bribery. Oh, oh. In the same week, Mark Zuckerberg got, uh, got punked and got trolled by President Trump, and now he's got this to deal with. What a bad week. Oh, by the way, they've also lost $200 billion, and he's blaming it on TikTok. <laughs> what a weirdo that guy is. That collusion represents but one of the many troubling findings detailed in the report submitted today by state-appointed special counsel to the Wisconsin Assembly, Michael Gableman. Last August, Wisconsin Assembly Speaker Robin Voss puke, we got to get rid of that guy, authorized the Office of Special Counsel headed by retired state uh, Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman to investigate concerns about the election integrity Uh, in the 2020 election in Wisconsin. Gableman delivered an interim report to the state assembly on November 10th. And earlier today, he also provided a second interim report to the state legislative body, noting that the report is is final in the sense that it provides a list of recommendations with time for the legislature to act before the close of the legislative session in March. While, so, so ladies and gentlemen, let me just kind of, let me just kind of, bring full circle what he just said. He said that he has given this report with his list of recommendations on how to fix it. And he did it in time for the state legislature to be able to do something about this by the end of March. So that means if we do see a decertification in Wisconsin, then we should see it by the end of March. So at least that is some kind of a timetable for you to work with instead of just working with when is it going to happen. So we should know by the end of March whether it is or whether it isn't going to happen, at least in the great state of Wisconsin. Now, while the special counsel's nearly 150-page report closed with recommendation for the state's legislative body, Gableman stressed from the get-go that the report did not seek to reanalyze the recount that occurred in late 2020. Nor was the report's purpose to challenge certification of the presidential election. Rather, 
The report represented a small step toward fulfilling the duty of all citizens in our state and our nation to work hard to secure our democracy for this generation and the next. Now, if you did watch the hearing and you did watch Michael Gableman present his report, you will notice that he spoke very wisely. He, he definitely picked his words very wisely. He spoke with, um, he spoke with knowledge. He spoke with, uh, he was very patient, especially with some of the Democrat members of the House. He spoke very matter-of-fact. He had a spine. He had courage. He did not let anybody put any words into his mouth. And I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, that when we look back on this in history, Michael Gableman will be part of that history. He will be part of that history because when we finally do take Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook down, completely, which is definitely on Trump's agenda for draining the swamp, then Michael Gableman will go down in history as the guy who started the effort. Now, according to the report, Priscilla Chan and Mark Zuckerberg, Mike, Mark Zuckerberg, excuse me, providing financing that allowed the Center for Tech and Civic Life to offer nearly $9 million in Zuck bucks to Milwaukee, Madison, Racine, Kenosha, and Green Bay counties. In exchange, the the Zuckerberg Five, as the report called the counties in effect, operated Democratic get-out-the-vote efforts. Those grant funds then paid for illegal drop boxes to be placed in Democratic voting strongholds. So again, what you have here is a billionaire who's in charge of the largest social media company on planet Earth, paying billions and billions of dollars, well, to this state, millions of dollars, to these Democratic-controlled areas so that they could go out and literally register and get people to vote Democrat. That is illegal. That is one billion percent illegal. That is every percent matching for every dollar that Zuckerberg has, percent illegal. So I don't know what happens out of this, but you would think in a real world, not in a clown world, that we'd be arresting this guy today. The illegal use of drop boxes rec- rep- represented a second area of concern to the special counsel's office. The report notes that state election code limits the manner in which ballots may be cast, providing that an elector must personally mail or deliver his or her ballot to the municipal clerk, except where law authorizes an agent to act on behalf of the voter, in which case it didn't happen to either, even 1% of the people who actually did this. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think, and I could be wrong, but I think that would entitle uh, Michael Gableman, I'll call him Justice Gableman, I think that would entitle him to the Smarty Award of the day. How about you? Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the day here on Live from America. Goes to Justice Michael Gableman, but let's talk about some more, uh, some more justice that needs to be done because we know that last week, or about 10 days ago, a judge decided to rule against President Donald J. Trump and allow the investigation from very, very biased, very, very liberal, actually I could say communist, Attorney General Letitia James. Now, President Trump, you didn't think he was just going to give up like that? No, he did not. 
He also he actually appealed that. Let's read a little bit about it before this next break. State Judge Arthur N. Uh, Agoron ruled a couple weeks ago about the former President Trump and his two children, Ivanka and Don Jr., how they must testify in New York. Uh, in Letitia James's investigation into Trump's business practices. But President Trump's lawyers yesterday appealed that ruling. Attorneys for President Trump have appealed the ruling that he and his two eldest children must testify in the investigation by New York Attorney General Letitia James. This argument completely misses the mark. And Goron wrote in his decision, neither OAG nor the Manhattan District Attorney's Office has subpoenaed the new Trump respondents to appear before a grand jury. The new Trump respondents argument overlooks the sal- uh, salient fact that they have an absolute right to refuse to answer any questions they claim that may incriminate them. But again, it doesn't matter. We don't even want them up there, regardless if they can plead the fifth or not. Why? Because these Democrats use it as propaganda. They use it as propaganda to go out there and put out fake news and to put out little clips, how they can manipulate them and say, oop, gotcha questions. Oop, didn't want to answer that. Must be guilty. President Trump knows the games and he's not even about to play the games. I guarantee you that President Trump will win, will win on this appeal. Now, I do want to remind everybody, I just want to play it. Okay, I just want to play it real quick. This was newly elected Attorney General Letitia James showing exactly how biased she was and saying exactly what she was going to do to President Trump. And she was going to be a major pain in his, well, you know, you know. Well, here it goes. Oh, lost you there. And what would you say to people who say, oh, I'm not going to bother to register to vote Uh, because my voice doesn't make a difference or I'm just one person? I say one, I say one name, Donald Trump. That should motivate you. Get off your ass and vote. Will you, will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. I know my name personally. I love it. He probably does. Well, 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 well. Any judge in the world, any right-minded judge anyway, who goes by the Constitution would take one look at that video and say, yeah, there's no way that you get to prosecute President Donald J. Trump or investigate President Donald J. Trump literally for anything, not even for spitting on a sidewalk because you've shown bias. I mean, at least that's the way I look at it anyway. Anyway, folks, we're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell. Don't go anywhere. we got a lot more winning coming up, and I know you like to win, so stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think about that? You think President Trump is really scared of this lady? <laughs> you think that Letitia James is actually going to be able to take down President Trump? No. We win on this side. We might have lost technically because you cheated but cheaters never win don't you learn that when you're like in fifth grade that cheaters never win and by the way you're going to want to stay to the end of the show because we have the dumb dumb award for february to give away and we don't i wonder who i wonder if anybody can guess who it's going to be i wonder if anybody can guess i would like to see in the comment section my beautiful life from america family i would love to see what you, who you guys think. Jeremy, did you like what I sent? Yes, I did. I was going to show it on the, on the morning show. I really loved the, uh, the big necklaces and stuff, part of the culture that you guys, it's great. It's beautiful. And uh, the letter, we'll talk about that tomorrow on a more intimate life. I like the morning shows. I like to use the morning shows to talk about that stuff because I feel like I have too much of a um, 
of uh, segments to make sure that I do here, and I and I can't be as I can't be as talkative with you guys as as I am on the morning show. Um, kind of bothers me a little bit, to be honest with you. She is a delusional joke. Yes, she is. I don't think they will decertify Wisconsin, but they should and take Tony Evers too. I agree with you on that one. Anyone else have small kids that only eat carbs? I can't get this kid to eat anything. Well, you know what? I guarantee you, if you're looking for advice, this, this uh, America, Life from America family, uh, we are definitely uh, diverse, and we, we have a lot of different people who are a lot, of different ex- a lot of different experts on different things in here. So, Jeremy Harrell for the award. You're talking about the Dumb Dumb Award of February? <laughs> I know, right? Jeremy Stu Peters says, don't drink water. What water? Any water or just water like in Michigan, Flint, Michigan? <laughs> oh, Biden or Liz Cheney, Teletubby Cheney. Yep, nope, none of them. Gretchen Whitmer, she deserves it, but nope, not her. Not her. All right, let's get back to winning, shall we? We got, we got stories of winning, so let's do those instead. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Look, there's too many stories of winning today, so I don't want to keep you waiting to hear about the winning, so let's just continue to talk about it. I say it all the time here on Live from America. I say it in my, my, my personal life. I say it to my kids. I say it to my friends, my family. Nothing that is done in darkness will remain hidden. I may have taken that a little bit from the Bible, but God shines the light on everything and the internet forgets nothing. Do you guys all remember Dominion executive Eric Coomer? C-O-O-M-E-R, Eric Coomer. If you don't remember Eric Coomer, you might remember what he said when he was speaking with Antifa members about how he was going to make sure that Donald Trump lost the election, correct? Eric Coomer then decided he was going to go on a lawsuit spending spree and literally bring a lawsuit on anybody who defamed him or defamed Dominion, and there are still lawsuits going on today, including some against Mr. Trump. But Eric Coomer Again, nothing that can be done in the darkness will ever remain in the darkness because God will shine a light on everything. And now, ladies and gentlemen, today, oh, today is that day. Today is the day we all smile because God has given a little bit of justice, I think, to Mr. Eric Coomer. Now, while this did happen late last year, the police body cam footage was actually just released today. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to see is a police officer arriving to a scene where somebody crashed their car into a bar and fled the scene of the crime. The guy that fled the scene of the crime is, goes by the name of Eric Coomer. The former, well, I don't, know if he's still the, if, I don't know if he's still the executive that he was at Dominion, but I know he was at the time. And uh, not only was he the guy that fled the scene, but he went back to the scene and pretended he had no idea what had happened, even though there was a large hole in the front of the building that he was working at, <laughs> or at least on that same block anyway, and he lied to the cop and pretended that he didn't know anything about it. Long story short, he gets arrested. Oh, it's so great. Let's watch some of it right now, shall we? Oh, 
Now he was arrested and then released, but he still got troubles going on because of this, and that's why the body cam footage was released today. Watch this. Watch how he gets, he lies. He looks like a crackhead. How's it going? Good, how are you? Good. Are you Eric? Yeah. So, were you driving your truck? Uh, no, I've been here putting the order away. Okay, who was driving your truck? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so where is your truck? <laughs> uh, it's two blocks down on the right. Okay, and you just parked it there? Yeah. Okay. Have you had anything to drink since you got here? Yeah. Um, had a couple shots with the cook. Okay. Do you mind if we step out back and talk for a yeah. All right, what I want to do now is I want to take the video forward a little bit. They just walk to the back. The cop thinks that there's an alley in the back, and there is no alley in the back. So then the cop follows him back out to the front to question him a little bit more about his drunk mishap. This is Eric Coomer, executive at Dominion, who said that he was going to make sure Trump lost, and he did his job. F you. Walk me, walk me through your route to get from where you parked there. Uh, came from my house, came down. Um, I live up on the Mesa. Okay. So I came down side route, came down uh, Sackett, parked over there. Okay. So what happened in between there? Okay. I'm going to come around with this route. Um, nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. So... You didn't hit a building. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have your truck with damage on it. Okay. Matching damage to a building down there. Okay. And witnesses saying a guy in blue plaid got out of the truck and came back here. Okay. So you're saying that wasn't you? No. Okay. You understand why that's hard to believe? Understood. Okay. You were the only person driving your vehicle. As far as I know. <laughs> and you parked it two blocks up on the I did. street there. Okay. Eric, go ahead and step out for me one more time. So, I'd like to give you another opportunity. I feel like I've been more than fair with you, but give you the opportunity to explain what actually There's happened here. Here we go. Are you ready to report? Yeah, the police came by. Red, so at this uh, point, four by four, pickup truck. Where four to four 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 Like you said, we're at a fork in the road. The choice is yours. Okay. You can talk to my attorney. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. Look at that. Talk to my attorney, he says. You can talk to my attorney. Okay, well, turn around, put your hands behind your back, and get in the car. Now, that's yes, that was the same day that he crashed. It was literally right after that. 
that the cops showed up on the scene. This body cam footage was released today. So I, 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 even though this was late last year, I think it was kind of fitting with all the winning that's going on to show you how God works in mysterious ways to bring justice to terrible people. Now, speaking of bringing justice to terrible people, we've got another story of somebody, another loser who got caught up and is now going to prison. Um, Mr. Devin Archer. I know you remember that name. I know you've heard that name before, Mr. Devin Archer. And if you don't remember where you've heard that name, because I'm sure you've heard it, Mr. Devin Archer was not only Hunter Biden's best friend, but Hunter Biden actually said he's not just a friend. He is more like family. By the way, whatever happened to Hunter? Where the hell is he? Where's Hunter? (laughs) He's more like family. Devin Archer is more like family to Hunter Biden than he was a friend. But you know what else he was? He was also his partner in Burisma. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, Burisma, Burisma, where have I heard that before? Where have I heard Burisma? Well, Burisma was the Ukrainian corrupt gas and oil company, the energy company that Hunter Biden worked for, raking in millions and millions of dollars for for the big guy while he worked with poor Devin Archer. But now poor Devin Archer has just been sentenced to a year in prison. I know it's not a long time, but it's still one year and it's still God bringing down justice on those who do evil on this planet. Devin Archer was family. He was a Biden, as Hunter once texted him. Yesterday, Devin was sentenced to a year in prison for defrauding an American Indian tribe. Well, look at that. Yesterday, a Biden family member, Devin Archer, was sentenced to a year in prison for defrauding an American Indian tribe. This crime shows that the Bidens and the Democrats, what they really think of United States minorities. Devin Archer was not just a good friend of Hunter Biden, but they considered themselves brothers. They ran together, smoked crack together, and probably molested children together too. They were so close that Hunter called them family. They were on the board together at Ukrainian gas company Burisma, despite neither of them speaking Ukrainian or knowing a thing about oil and gas, for that matter. Clown world, ladies and gentlemen. They made tens of thousands of dollars each month for their hard work at Burisma. And when they needed a break, they golfed with family and friends. Ladies and gentlemen, this is them. This is the hangout. This is the crew. This is the, this is, these are the guys. These are the guys. The big guy right here. The little crack-smoking puppet who wanted his daddy's attention. And, of course, their friends and business partners in the Biden crime family. Making millions of dollars in where? Ukraine. No wonder they stand with Ukraine. In 2018, jury unanimously found Archer guilty of defrauding an American Indian tribe. Archer was found guilty of security fraud by a unanimous and swift jury. However, a judge overturned the jury's verdict. When We then found out that the judge, Ronnie Abrams, was married to a Mueller gang member, Greg Andres. Andres. She couldn't allow Biden fi- the Biden family to go to jail. But after Judge Abrams threw out the case, Archer texted Hunter. We know this because these texts were found on Hunter's laptop from hell. As President Trump would say, it was a laptop from hell. A laptop from hell. Where's Hunter? Where is he? Where the hell is he? Where's Hunter? In the text, Hunter calls Archer family. And we can go on and on and on and on. Long story short, folks. Long story short, uh, Archer got sentenced to prison. And that was the real story. So we would like to thank God for giving justice to these evil men. And sooner or later, we're going to get to the bottom of every single bit of it. And truly, 
drain the swamp. We'll be back with more live from America on Real America's Voice News after this. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here. Oh, it's sweet, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? We don't wish anything on anybody. We don't wish anything bad on anybody. But what we do wish is that justice will be done. And justice seems to be being served left and right. Seems to be being served as a five-course meal some days. And we have to highlight those days. Jeremy, does Trump, Jeremy does a Trump impression sometimes. Sometimes. Not very good at it, but sometimes. I haven't done a Fauci impression in a long time. That's because COVID is over, okay? Senator Ron Paul, Rand Paul, whatever your name is, either way, you don't know jack about viruses, okay? I do. Oh, yeah, then why do <laughs> Where you been, bro? You know what? I never thought I'd say it, but I kind of miss picking on Fauci. Where's Fauci? We need, we need uh, Donald Trump to do the, where the hell is Fauci? Where is he? <laughs> Where where you at, bro? Where are you at? Jeremy, when will your new song drop? Well, we're recording it on Sunday, and I will be going live in the studio on Locals and on Getter with Dave Bray, and we're going to be doing a, uh, a whole heck of a lot that day. I believe it's Sunday, this week. Yeah, Sunday. We will be in Boston, in Boston, down there recording the Armor of God, so I'm really excited about that. Um. Uh, you nail the impersonations. <laughs> well, I tried to. You know who's better at impersonations is my producer, Eli. Not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. He's pretty good. He does a perfect Bernie. Oh, he does a good Bernie impression. We'll have to get him on someday. We're working on that. Slowly but surely, folks. Slowly but surely. Welcome back to Live from America. Having a great time during the breaks, as always. We got the best family. We got the best audience. We got the best viewers. On Live from America. And yeah, I'm saying that to each and every one of you that has a new show too. How about that? Making my claim. Best show on TV. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, let's go back to the winning. The Navy SEALs got a huge win today, folks. The Navy SEALs got a huge win in the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Can we say thank God for the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals? Can we say thank God that there's a lot of Trump judges riddled Within the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, I think that was a strategy that President Trump had used to make sure that he left behind some people that had a brain. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the Navy SEALs, they did win a huge court, a Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, a ruling uh, pertaining to the dangerous vaccine. The Fifth Circuit affirms the injunction against the mandatory Navy vaccine. Great decision. God bless the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Big loss. For the Biden residency, that's for sure. But the left is absolutely losing their minds. I'm talking full-on TDS, pink hats, dropping to their knees in the center of their city and going, no! Oh, they are freaking out. Matter of fact, I decided that I would go and pull a left-wing story about this from a guy named Joseph Stern, huge TDS liberal who right now is thinking about becoming a woman, I'm sure. Trump judges are now a threat to America's national security is the title of the story. (laughs) Trump's judges are now a threat to America's national security. Okay, I guess we'll read this clown show for a little bit. 
He writes, the fifth, I love reading from a liberal's point of view because really get your popcorn ready. This is great. The Fifth Circuit let a, uh, let a lone judge order the deployment of unvaccinated Navy SEALs. <laughs> you can tell, triggered right from the very beginning. High-ranking officers say that the decision puts the world at risk. Not the war going on across seas, no. Nope, not inflation, not invasions at the southern border, not sex trafficking, not fentanyl, but unvaccinated Navy SEALs put the world at risk. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals issued a stunning decision transferring control over the Navy Special Operation Forces from the commander-in-chief to a single federal judge in Texas. Oh, cry me a river. The Fifth Circuit's decision marks an astonishing infringement of President Joe Biden's constitutional authority over the nation's armed forces. He doesn't even have constitutional authority over his own bowel movements for crying out loud, directing him to follow the instructions of an unelected judge rather than his own admirals in deploying SEALs. High-ranking military personnel have testified under oath that this power grab constitutes a direct threat to the Navy's operational abilities as Russia invades Ukraine and declares a nuclear war Donald Trump's judges are actively threatening America's <laughs> national security. Where's our girl Greta Thunberg? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Let's play it again just for that. How element. dare you? How dare you? <laughs> oh, there's nothing better than reading a liberal's words right out of their mouth. Anyway, I could go on and on. But long story short, these people are very, very upset that this judge was allowed to give himself the authority to put down the major, the nail in the coffin on this. Let's read a, let's read a little bit more just because it's great. As of today, this lone judge continues to oversee the plaintiff's assignments, forcing the Navy to train, equip, and deploy unvaccinated troops with granular specificity as to their exact stations and duties. You know what I think is funny about this is this TDS left wing liberal scumbag, whoever it is, Joseph, I'd love to have him on the show. I really would because I, I would say to him, so you are upset about a judge forcing the Navy to train and equip and deploy unvaccinated troops, but you're not mad about, a, about the Navy or the military lowering the bar and training and equipping and deploying transgenders who can't do the job that a soldier needs to do to save another soldier's life? I would love to get that answer from that TDS crybaby. That would be wonderful. Never before in the history of the United States has one direct court judge exercised so much control over the armed forces, and I'm crying. The Constitution assigns this authority to Congress and the president. There are certainly legal limits on executive discretion, including due process and constitutional safeguards against um, discrimination. Right-wing lawyers have typically been uh, loath to acknowledge any restrictions on the president's war powers. Indeed, the conservative legal movement has endorsed a near-limitless vision of the commander-in-chief. Anyway, it goes on to continue to cry and complain that unvaccinated Navy SEALs are going to be out there saving your little pathetic liberal life. Do you, even, do you even put that into context whatsoever? Do you even thank Almighty God above or whoever it is you pray to, Dr. Fauci, maybe? Do you ever think, wow, this Navy SEAL might save my life? This Navy SEAL who's trained and equipped and deployed, even though not vaccinated, might be just stronger and might have a better immunity than all those who've been vaccinated. 
Either way, they're losing their heads. They can't stand it. To them, it's the worst thing that ever happened on planet Earth. But it's a big win for our Navy SEALs in America, and we have to acknowledge wins when we get them. Can I get an amen? If I can get an amen, why don't you take a slurp of your coffee before the next story of winning, shall we? Well, actually, actually, folks, the next story isn't really a story of winning, per se, but it's, uh, it, it does talk about Biden's approval rating. It does talk about Biden's approval rating. So Biden's approval ratings are in the absolute tank, worse than Nixon's at the point in which he waved goodbye on Marine One. Gas prices are at an all-time high. Diesel, higher than ever. Inflation, highest in 40 years. Completely dependent on foreign oil. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the dollar falls to a 25-year low all in one year. Now, we don't want to be Democrats and want the plane to crash just because we don't like the pilot. However, can we just say, I told you so? Can we just say, I told you so? I mean, it's not good for all of us, but again, maybe some of those people in the middle, maybe some, some of those people in the center of the aisle will listen to us next time instead of calling us conspiracy theorists and joining in with the liberals or they're not even liberals anymore. They're just communists, ladies and gentlemen. They're just communists. There is pressure on the U.S. dollar from entities like the IMF and nations like Saudi Arabia. But how bad is it? Well, previously it was reported that Russia and the Saudis signed an agreement some believed would be the end of the U.S. petrol dollar. The USD was the currency used in oil trades, and this was likely being replaced in an agreement between Russia and Saudi Arabia. And by the way, folks, you're not really doing a dent to Russia's ruble because they're literally transferring all of their wealth into cryptocurrency. So you're really not doing anything but lining their pockets every day by buying oil from them every day while you're sanctioning them. Great move, guys. Great move. The International Monetary Fund issued a report on a possible replacement for the dollar as the world's reserve currency. And this is what happens when you pass trillion-dollar bills and print money and give them to failing Democrat blue cities and states so they can run transgender and COVID programs till they die. Idiots. The IMF said special drawing rights or SDRs could help stabilize the global financial system. SDRs represent potential claims on the currency of IMF members. They were created by the IMF in 1969 and can be converted into whatever currency a borrower requires at exchange rates based on the weighted basket of international currencies. The global share of the U.S. dollar-denominated exchange reserves declined to 59.15% in the third quarter from 59.23%. In the second quarter, hobbling along a 26-year low for the past four quarters. Can you just remind me, all you Democrats out there, who has been president for the last four quarters? Was it President Trump? The conversation really doesn't need to go any further than that. Remind me, who was the president for the last four quarters? Was it President Trump or was it resident poop pants? And the conversation should end right there. I'm telling you, folks, inflation at an all-time high, everything just screwed up, and it all happened in one year. In one 
year. And his approval ratings are in the tank. The guy is, he might as well just go ahead and kick the bucket and give it to Kamala at this point. I mean, both of them are just completely out. Neither of them are there to do anything but just be there. So what does it really matter at this point? What does it really matter? These people are out of control, stupid, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and while that's not good news for all of us politically, it's good news because it puts him even more in the tank. And when you put him more in the tank, you put the Democratic Party more in the tank. And when you put the Democratic Party more in the tank, you get more people riled up and ready to vote in November. And we'll keep making sure we pass those election security laws. We'll be right back with more Live from America to close it out right after this. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I got to ask you a quick question because you are my loves. You are my audience. You are my family. Please tell me how you think the show is doing compared to how it was prior to us moving into this studio and getting some help with a new producer. Do you think the show is progressing? Do you think the show is better? Do you think the show will catch the eye of more people that you want me to interview? And do you think that we're heading in a positive direction? Do you think that the show looks like it's a better production? Do you feel like the show is growing? And if you do, please let me know. Um, We have started to answer emails every single day now. Eli and myself are tackling them. You've probably gotten emails the past couple days. If we've not gotten to you in weeks and weeks, we're working our way down. I promise you. But we're gonna stay on. We're gonna stay on top of it currently from here on out. Uh, Lisa, sorry, didn't mean to upset you. What did you do? I didn't know you upset me. And if I didn't know you upset me, then you didn't upset me. I can tell you that. Um, love the show. It's better. Nice. Okay, good. Love it. Way better. You're getting there, Jeremy. Sure is progressing. Uh, See, because I don't want to spend money where we don't need to spend money. You know what I mean? I truly don't want to spend money on something if nothing, if the show isn't getting better, right? That's the whole point of the show is to be better production and to get better ultimately in the end. So um, I'm going to read through these later and I appreciate you guys doing that. Thank you. All right, let's move on to the last part of the show. We got that dumb dumb award to get. We got two dumb dumb awards to give away. Ooh, who's it gonna get it? Who's it gonna get it? Let's start out. Here we go, folks. We are back here on live from America. Look, we've not given the dumb dumb award of the day away yet, but we will give that award award away right now. But before we give the dumb dumb award of the day away. I want to tell you that right afterwards, we're going to give a dumb, dumb award for the month of February because at the end of every month, at the beginning of every month, we give a dumb, dumb award for the whole month. Who was the biggest dumb, dumb? Well, got a little special treat for you after this. First, I want you to hear this audio, this latest audio from Kamala Harris, who's trying to explain, <laughs> trying to explain to a radio host in a minority community what is going on in Ukraine. She treats him like he's five. Listen to this. If you're watching any level of news, even social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. (laughs) 
Well, what you got is this, and they decided to do this, and basically when you invade another country, well, basically that's wrong. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Kamala Harris, you get the dumb, dumb award of the day because you are anything but presidential. You're not even qualified to be a teacher. You're not even qualified to be a chaperone at a liberal getaway to a transgender unicorn library where they twerk all day. How about that? Now, ladies and gentlemen, the best part of every month. Go ahead, cue the music. Ladies and gentlemen, every month here on Live from America, we have a dumb, dumb award of the month to give away. And today, that dumb, dumb award of the month going to go to a very special recipient here on Live from America. You might know him as Fidel Trudeau. You might know him as Trudeau Castro. Some just know him as his real name, Justin Trudeau. But here he is, folks. Justin Trudeau, you get the Dum Dum Award of the Month for February. You treated your people like a tyrant. You locked them up. You froze their bank accounts. You destroyed their lives. So for that, you get the Dumb Dumb Award for February here on Live from America. You look like your father. May God have mercy on your soul, Justin Trudeau. Oh, we always have fun, don't we? One more slurp for the day. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. God bless you. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. If you find value in the show, please, I ask to become a monthly donor. We rely on only the viewers for this show, and we rely on only the finance finances from the viewers. We'll never take it from big companies. Until tomorrow, remember, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading the gospel because the gospel spreads the joy. God bless you. Have a great night. See you later. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.